This is Dollars and Sensibility with Tom Stone. And we're gonna talk about what you really want. And at the end of the day, how to get what you really want is to understand money. Guild Mortgage, NMLS number 3274, Tom Stone, NMLS number 257849. The information contained in these podcasts are for educational purposes only and do not necessarily express the opinions of Guild Mortgage. Okay, for today, we actually are talking about whether I should build or buy a home. I get that question quite a bit. Most people want to build because why wouldn't you want to do it the way you want? You know, I pick my colors, I get to design it. I also want to make sure it's clear we understand there is a new build that you can buy from a tract housing builder. And then there's also custom construction. So we're going to talk about custom today. And I have Tate Berg with me. Welcome, Tate. Glad to be here, Tom. Thanks for the invite. So let's get right down to this because I think this is a question. I literally got this question yesterday. In fact, I was kind of leaning towards with this client that maybe building wasn't what they wanted, but they like, no, that's really, really, really what I want. And I'll throw in some of my financial reasons. I want you to take to throw in some of your quality, some of your reasonings why building versus buying. And by the way, Tate, what do you do for a living? I better make sure we understand that. Uh, build custom homes. So Tate's a, uh, Tate's a contractor. He builds. And so let me ask you the question, first of all, Tate, would you build or buy a home today? I would definitely build. You would build. Yeah. And why? Um, a few reasons. Um, one you kind of already went, mentioned is the quality. Um, a lot of these track homes that are going in right now are built exterior walls on two foot on center. Hold on a second. What does two foot on center mean? So your studs are built two feet apart versus your 16 inches apart. Mm -hmm. And why would that matter? Well, you may not think it matters really, but in a few years, your walls will start to bend um, and not be straight. Especially when you put a picture up, you'll see a, a bow in the wall. Hmm. Um, yeah. And there's one good example right there. What else? Why would you build? So my walls are going to be straighter and stronger. Sure. Um, longevity, you know, it, I mean, it got, comes from everything, right? Um, framing's one and definitely a major part. Um, let's go to, let's think about electrical, right? Mm -hmm. If you are buying a house through a track home, they're going to do the bare minimum to meet code where you're going to have one light switch in each room versus like if you built your own home, you could spend just a hair more money and put a light switch wherever you want to where like you don't have to walk all the way across the room in the dark to turn on your lights. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of things like that, that are kind of look fast. Maybe we should throw in this, this conversation, the idea of buying an existing home, an older home and remodeling it. What do you think about that kind of, let's, let's say it's maybe not too, let's start with the 1970s house. You know, it's, it's probably built well. Let's say it was a custom build back then. What are your thoughts on remodeling a home? Sure. I mean, I think it all depends on um, what you really want, right? Um, a lot of the homes now have taller ceilings than those older yeah. style homes. Um, 70s, I believe, and 80s are like a split level mm -hmm. type style. Um, what about quality? Quality, I think, is still there. Other than your insulation, your R values are a lot different. Hmm. Um, Meaning it's, more, it's a higher requirement now? Yes, definitely a higher requirement. And it was, it's, those homes are less efficient than they are now. Um, windows, windows, definitely a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many different types of brands now out there that give you better, um, our value and better efficiency than any of those 
So if you're gonna so if you're gonna remodel a home, then you really should say, I need to look at new windows. Can you really reinsulate? I guess you'd have to pull off everything to get to the walls, right? Yeah, it depends on what your budget is too. I mean, if you can find a house that you can gut and make it efficient, you know, that's a that's a great point. You know, that's something I've seen and you know, people still do. But I guess from a financial standpoint, if you're gonna gut a house, if the design looks like a 1970s house and that's not what you're looking for. You're spending a whole lot of money to, by the way, demolition costs money. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, a lot of money actually. So, you know, if I was, if, if you're saying, Hey, I really want to live in the avenues, for example, in Salt Lake, someone's going to spend the money to remodel that place because location, location, location. And they do like that older forties, fifties styles. Sure. Uh, what about 1900, 1920? What do you think about that? Um, I've, I've only been a part of a couple of them. And one, for example, didn't have, well, it did have insulation. It had sawdust insulation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty wild. We tore apart the wall and all the lath and plaster they had on way before drywall. Mm -hmm. And they had the walls filled with sawdust and mm -hmm. it was insane. Um, Not only a fire hazard, right? Yeah. But to be honest, it was actually quite warm in there. It held heat. It did it. So it worked. Yeah. Those guys were very smart. Hmm. So we should put sawdust on our walls then. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I guess it's solid wood in a sense, meaning yeah. that's what it is, huh? Yeah, um, it was pretty cool. But one thing to think about as far as labor goes, when you talked about demolition on these remodels, mm -hmm. um, laborers right now are almost, you're almost paying a premium for jobs that are existing versus a, a new build hmm. because there's so much work still going that guys don't necessarily want to do remodels. Why? Um, because you end up causing, or you end up finding more issues mm. in the long run. Let's say you're a tile guy, for example, you know, you go in there and got this bathroom, um, come to find out your, your floor from one end to the other has a two inch difference. And, you know, so mm -hmm. he's got to go in there and float the whole floor and your walls at that point. Probably what does float sure. floor mean? Um, there's all sorts of different types of self-leveling systems out there. Um, normally they're concrete and they're liquid based. So they pour it and it self-levels the floor, hmm. which is cool. It's definitely has a purpose even in new, but builds. it's time and money. Yeah. It's time and money. And mm -hmm. guys right now, they don't want to spend the time to do that and they want to just focus on new builds. So if someone's a true DIY guy, that's great. Like, well, all right, go for it. Yeah. So if I can build this old house and do it myself. Okay. Uh, but saves money on labor, but obviously takes more time. Sure. So you'd build for sure over buying, but, isn't build let's go cost let's just go cost isn't it more expensive to build than to buy an existing home no i don't think it is um really yeah i, I want to hear this it well it, if you can finance yourself and build and purchase your ground and get a which permit, is a custom build yeah which is custom then um then you're gonna be money ahead you know there's all sorts of specs right now going on to where like um they wouldn't be building unless you know you can make money Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you can see it all over the place. So you're thinking on a per square foot, if you go in and build from scratch, you can build a house cheaper than what they're going for. Sure. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. So let me throw my little two bits on that. You've talked about what and why, let me tell you why you can or cannot. It always comes down to down payment because if you're going to say, Hey, I, I have 3% or 5% down, well, construction loans require 20%. Sometimes a little more if it's a bigger uh, number or dollar. If it's up in, in our area, Timberlakes, like a recreational, they might want a little more, just riskier. 
So really, if someone's got the cash for the down payment and that opportunity to put in more upfront and have some slush for the overages or differences that, that are expectations that aren't met, <clears throat> prices, excuse me, then we're cool. We're good to go. But if it's someone who's a first time home buyer who's got the minimum down, that usually does not work. Yeah. Now, someone asked me just yesterday, you know, well, can I find a contractor who would finance the build? And then I'd buy it from at the end. And I said, of course, that works out great. Yeah. But let me tell, let me ask you that question. So if you're a contractor and I come to you and I say, I want you to build me a new house and I'm going to give you 5% down or I'm going to pay you at the end. What would you say to that? Well, I'd say that's, that's great. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm making money on this house. Right? How are you do that? So I'm going to make sure I have all the costs break down perfect and um, anything that they choose to do different, they are charging a premium. They'll do a change order, you know, and, um, obviously it's a risk to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to make sure there's enough money in it for me to so risk. So you're saying it could cost more. Yeah. Cause you're going to buffer it to make sure you're covered. Yep. Makes sense. Now on that flip side, you have to get the construction loan then, and you have to put 20% down of your own money to make sure their house is built. So would you be willing to put 20% down of your own money on a build that they paid you 5%? Definitely depends on the client, but I think if the money's there, yeah, I would, I would risk it. So that's a, that's a situation that could work. Mm -hmm. If someone says, I want to build a house, you're my builder and you've got to get the construction loan and you've got to float some of that money up front. You're willing to do that saying at the end, I should make some money. Yep. And I think some contractors would say, no, it's not worth my risk. Mm -hmm. I only deal with these kind of clients. But if someone else is like, Hey, I'm, I've secured this. I think the builder, the, excuse me, the clients have done that, then I might do it. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the fact that existing homes have gone up 20%, 30%, 40% over the last two years. Lumber packages have gone up, right? Yep. Land has gone up. So where do we save? You said it's cheaper. Land or lot prices seem to have gone up. Just as much, I think. Lumber went crazy. Uh, everything, labor went crazy. So, what? How could that be so off? Tell me, tell me if all those numbers are static numbers that have done the same increase. Where's the savings? That's. I mean, it's a great question. I think your savings are in the fact that you can find those people to perform labor cheaper on a new build. Right. It kind of goes back to, you know, would you, if you're going to remodel a house, would you pay this? would you pay the same guy the same money to build you a new house? He's like, no, I'm, I'll honestly build a new house for a little cheaper because I don't know. I know I'm not going to end up finding those problems in the, mm -hmm. in the long run, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think your labor is a little cheaper. Um, and that's where you save money, you know, and you can be smart with it. You know, you don't have to, to go, um, all out on your countertops. You know, you can do your lower grade mm -hmm. granite and versus, cost is most important. To yeah, you. exactly. And you can work with your budget versus, where if you're buying a house, you know, what's already in that house you are paying for. So from my point of view, again, when I get asked that question, I generally say, if I'm talking to someone who is, uh, uh, say under a million dollars, ballparking, and they say we have less down. If someone sold a house and they come in with three or $400,000 on a bill, sure, fine. But if you're like, hey, even if I sold my house, I got 50 grand, I want to build. I go, hmm, 
if you can find that builder that mm -hmm. you say yes, but it is that particular, you're not going to say yes and exactly. just, yes, I'll sure do it. It's like, yeah. uh, cause I gotta be careful. Don't get stuck with the house. Yep. Cause that house is, I guess if you did the construction loan to be the question, whose name's on the title. Yep. So it'll probably be yours. Do you want a spec house? Do you want to be stuck with that? Yeah, right? And that's really what it comes down to. I guess it, it's me building a spec and then selling it. A pre-sold yeah. is what we'd call it. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to say, Hey, it's a pre-sold and they do it. And if they give you some money up front, that's how you do that. But, but back to why I generally say to the, to that client who's under a million and has about, you know, 50 or less to come in with, and it's hard to find a builder that will do that or can do that. And then you need 20% down for a construction loan. Now people say, well, how come you give products that are only three or 5% down and you just told me 20. I always tell people, well, the construction loan is separate from the long-term loan. It's two different loans. Mm -hmm. Of course, the question then comes up, well, aren't there one-time closes? And the answer is yes, but the more conservative rules rule over the one over the other. So if it's 20% down for construction, it's going to be 20% down for the long-term. So if you're going to do a million dollar house, you've got to come up with uh, 200,000 bucks. Yep. approximately. And by the way, the question is, does that include builder profit? Yes. Does that include building permits? Yes. Land? Yes. And by the way, the other question is, but what if I have the land paid for or I, I bought the land? Does that down payment count toward, does that count towards my down payment? The answer is yes. So if you paid a hundred grand for your lot and you have a million dollar build and I need another hundred grand to get to that 20%. So it really comes down to the down payment, but how many times have you built a house or been involved in building a house where the prices came in exactly where we thought they would? Never. <laughs> That's my experience too. Yeah. Why? Um, I think, well, especially the last couple of years, man, they've been fluctuating like on a six week basis. Right. Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, I think we're going to, we're going to be able to level those numbers off. So your estimates are going to be a lot more. Because the economy is slowed down at least. Was exactly. that you're saying? Yeah. Mm hmm economy slowed down um before you could you could estimate one house and then three years later have it be pretty much the same cost hmm. because things were just slower back then mm -hmm. um from what i understand so what's our per square foot cost right now um that's a great question everyone asks asked me you know how much can you build a house for <laughs> per, right? per square foot and i always laugh because it you know it really starts from the very first it starts from the bones of the house it, um, starts from the architect, you know, Hey, are we going to have all these different pitches of roofs? Are we going to have, so know, a pitch will cost more. Definitely. Yeah. The more angles you have on that roof, the more it's going to cost. Is that in the framing, the framing, the roofing, um, everything, everything, it changes yeah. everything. Um, but I mean, right now everything is going from 300 to a thousand bucks. Thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these houses that are going in, at least here locally, you know, you're, you're half a million dollars just in steel, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, they're half a million in your foundation. So it, it adds up pretty quick. I was talking to a local person who does footings and foundations and they're over in park city and the colonies and some other things. And he mentioned that just footings and foundation, they'll be on the job for four months. Yeah. And it was a $2 million build or $2 million bid just right. for footings and foundation. Yep. And I was like, wow. He's like, it's a huge house, right? Mm -hmm. So per square foot baseline bottom number you're saying is 300. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like using your, at least from my experience, you're using like your, your very lower grade materials, you know, 
still look at, make it look nice, but you are, you're being very, very smart with everything you put in the house. So it's easy to get up to the 320s, 340s, 350s, 400, yep. even trying to be good about it. Yeah. As soon as you're adding like a, a slider glass door or you're using that higher end flooring, um, kind of more of that luxury items, you know, your windows everywhere. I mean, yeah, you're up, you're just cruising. What's the most expensive part of a house? Most expensive part. It's a great question. I mean, your lumber package is up there considering the percentage of your build. Mm-hmm. Um, How about area of the house? So in other words, is it your kitchen? Is it your master? Is it? Um, depends on your, how many cabinets you got. I think kitchen's definitely your most expensive area. Depending on the cabinets. Yeah, unless you have a master bathroom with two walk-in showers or your, mm-hmm. you know. You're just not going to answer my question, are you? (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) So, but if someone's going to come talk to me and say, Hey, I want to build a house. And I tell them what kind of, yeah, you ask what kind of house, what kind of house do you want? And if they say just a plain Jane rambler, no angles, you know, two, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage with an unfinished basement. That's about 1500 square feet. Yeah. You're, you're, I mean, you're 300, 350 a foot, 300 to 350 a foot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they go, wow. And then of course I add the booth that uh, add to it, excuse me, that at six or 7% interest Yeah. right now. And of course we hope that changes, but right now that just makes things higher than, than maybe we all want. And then, you know, then again, you can all, they can always self-perform things, you know, like if they're handy, if they're, do, they're do it your own type mm-hmm. people, you know, you're, you're going to save money by laying your own floor mm-hmm. and that's not hard. So, I mean, there's definitely ways to save money. It's not hard. It is not. If you can use a tape measure and you have a little bit of tools, you can do a lot of work. So you've done a whole lot of tile, right? Yeah. Can you tell someone who does it themselves and someone who does it professionally? Yes. (laughs) So it can be done. Yeah. But you'll also go like, "Uh it's not as good as it could have been. For sure. Yep. You can tell the way their layouts are and especially the flooring or really everything. Your layout, which means... um, your game, your game plan to lay the floor is the most important part and your prep, I guess. But, um, that means you don't have these little teeny cuts on each end of the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, you go with a good size cut, you know, it's all math. You have to do the math before you actually start the work. And it, if you do that, it looks great. So let's make sure there's something clear on this per square foot conversation. What's included in the per square foot. And I'm going to tell you from my point of view, how I look at it. And from, and when I say my point of view, I mean the lender's point of view, from an appraiser's point of view. So I actually claim that from this is the correct way to do it because this is how we look at it. GLA, gross living area. What is your GLA? Does not include your basement. Does not include your garage. Okay. And it's basically, if I'm not mistaken, and this is where it gets a little bit outside walls in. Sometimes it's mid, you know, middle of the wall and sometimes it's inside walls. So that could add how much, how much that could be. So if we're saying, you know, outside of the stud, middle of the stud or inside of the stud, that could be two, 300 square feet. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it's kind of funny. You mentioned, you know, the areas that doesn't count, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say, Hey, I want to build this house. It's we're going to build it 5,000 square feet, but we have a 2000 square foot covered deck, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that. Hey, that, that costs money and it's going to eat up your per square foot cost to because you have to put a nice roof on it yeah it maybe not the outside but you still have to have a floor yeah it, and if it's concrete versus like your tracks you know mm-hmm. all those things come into play and that impacts how much your gla actually is 
So let me make clear, clear on this. So if you say I'm building a 1500 square foot home with a two car garage, that gross living area calculation at 300 or 400 bucks a foot does include the garage. Yeah. It's, it includes it on a yes. basic package. Yeah. It includes it and it includes an unfinished basement, yes. which is the footings of foundation. Just but, when you look at the number, yeah. you're only thinking that just the GLA. Yeah. And then how much is it to finish the basement? And I understand, well, it depends what you put in there. Mm -hmm. But let's say it's the same house, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, just a plain janer. You're going to finish it, you know, with the same type of 300 bucks a foot. But again, I've, I've been told that a basement's cheaper because you already have the outside walls done. There's no brick to put on the outside. So it's cheaper to do a basement, correct? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's cheaper to do a, a unfinished basement because you're not paying for that cost up front. But let me do some math here. Okay. Out of 1500 square foot basement. I mean, you are, let's say you're 60 bucks a square foot to finish a basement. 60, which used to be like 20. Right. I remember yeah. 20, 25s. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're easily 85 to hundred grand to finish that basement, depending on how, how but, you know. If you're saying I need some square footage and you're trying to be efficient or economical, finish the basement. Yes. Yeah. It's it in all honesty, it's cheaper to build or to finish your basement while doing your house if you can afford it. Because the guy's already there. He's already there. You don't have to pay somebody else to come back. Which goes along with the same mindset if you're like, I'm just gonna get in the house and do the bare bones and then put in nice stuff later. Yeah, don't do that. It's two, three times the price. Yeah. You're paying for everything twice at that point. If not more because of inflation. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to which one's cheaper then, because you just told me a whole lot of conversation that this, you know, this is a lot of money to build a house. Yeah, you still, you still think it's cheaper than buying an existing home? I still do. Yeah, even with all that, you have to be aware. Well, again, I'm all. I also am in in the industry of performing work, right? So, um, I think that has a lot to come into play is the labor itself. Like mm -hmm. I said before, I mean, I think you can still get a better deal with guys doing new construction than you can with guys doing remodels. So if you bought an existing home that worked just fine for you and you didn't have to have any remodeling done to it. It's great. Do it. You think that's what you think that could be cheaper? If that's what they want to do and, and they're not wanting to gut the yeah. house, right? If they're wanting to, hey, let's let's spice up the kitchen or mm -hmm. you know, let's change the master a little bit, then mm -hmm. that's probably your best bet. So that could be cheaper, you're sure. thinking. That could be cheaper. Yeah. Maybe. I think so if they just do that. <laughs> Buy an existing home. And again, right now, in the last three weeks, this is October, October 19, October 19th, 2022. In the last three weeks, the market stopped. The market literally stopped three weeks ago, four weeks ago, like on a dime. Hmm. And so a house that you could have bought a month ago today is probably, if it's in like a starter home price, let's say five, six hundred thousand dollars, it's dropped fifty grand in three Crazy. weeks. You know, so if someone has to sell right now, they're trying to sell right now, bad timing. Yeah. Okay. So back to the same question. You said, I would rather, I think it's better to build than buy, but I had to get in your mind and kind of think what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. But if I have a 2015, well, let's just say I have a 2015 tract home and maybe that's, I shouldn't say tract, but the builder comes in and builds, you know, 50 to 150 homes all in one neighborhood. Boom, 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 boom. So four month, five month build you'll get into that cheaper per square foot likely than a custom build. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but you may be risking quality. Yes. That's in fact, exactly. In fact, you will be. It sounds yeah. like. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. you trade, you know, mm -hmm. mean, and it depends on what you want. Yeah. It depends on what you want and what you're willing to pay for. Yeah. So I think the advice would be if this is your first home, 
go buy an existing home, put in the minimum down to 0% with USDA, 3% to 5% for conventional, get in, start to get on this train, let that house build some equity, take that equity on the second go around and go do what you want. There you go. And then custom construction. How hard is it to find someone these days? How busy is it? I mean, it's really busy. Um, some builders right now are a couple of years out, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really just finding that guy who is going to um, build your house for a reasonable price um, and, and his timing. Right. Um, I think I've heard some people now are up into the 20% range for build fees and it's just crazy. 20, 20. So that's, so if the house costs a million bucks, that's not including the land. Yep. I can just do the math off of cost you a million or two. The variable too, is if you got to wait two years for a custom construction and you have any sort of worry about interest rates or costs, you just have to say, well, it is what it is. And in two years when I get my house built, it just is what it is. A lot of people don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. So Tate Berg construction, if someone called you and said, Hey, I want you to build, I want you to build me a house. What's the first step? Um, first steps, finding a place to build, right? So the lot, um, find a lot. Um, How easy is that? It's not easy, especially depending on your budget, right? Um, locally, it's um, the good pieces of ground get picked up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So you got to be on your A game. Um, so we just did that, by the way. And yeah. the next episode, we're going to go through this spec house that you and Midway Design we're all doing together. And we're going to talk about that. But you did that with me. Yeah, it was awesome. We actually found a really cool piece of ground. And, and the problem with everyone else is, guess what? We bought it. Yeah. And it's not there anymore. And so where's the next one? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's supply is low on that. Yeah. But you could find another lot somewhere. There is some, Yep. but you have to, then you have to adjust it from there. So they, they say, let's go find a lot. Then what's next? Um, buy the lot and then get with an architect and figure out what type of house to draw up for you. Whether now, it's a- now let's, let's go down that. Mm-hmm. You, you gave, you gave me very good advice. You said, hey, I've got these couple of plans and modified the plans versus starting from scratch. Yep. Tell about that, why we did that and the difference there. Um, a lot of, or I guess two different reasons. One is time and two is money. Um, by buying a stock plan and modifying it, you're going to save a ton of money from starting from scratch versus a custom um, custom plan for mm-hmm. your house. Um but also goes into like what type of lot you have. Right. So mm-hmm. we found a lot that we can use one of the stock plans. Why? How come it worked? Um, one of the main reasons is because even though that lot was a little more money, you'll be able to get that money back. Because that, how come? Because the lot was, um, I mean, to answer your question, I guess is the reason we'll be able to get our money back is because it's valuable, right? That lot was specifically very nice. You know? Right. So instead of spending more money into a plan that you probably wouldn't get back, you're spent more money on a lot that you'll get back. Cause I didn't spend it in architecture. I can spend it on the land. Yeah. I think you also taught me that this lot is basically a square lot or a long rectangle. You know, well, squarish rectangle lot. So it made it so I didn't have to move and shake angles of a house. Yep. Right. Um, and again, that goes into the cost of the build, right? You're able to build more effective cost effective home by being square and not triangular. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. everything in that house is going to be square. 
Well, I think what I'm what I'm getting from this, I could keep going down this path, but mm-hmm. what I'm getting from this is someone can sit and Google all they want. Someone can surface level have conversations. They need to sit down with the builder. Yeah. If this is the route they want to go. I would obviously officer sit down with me at Guild Mortgage and let's sit down and see what your math is. And again, this person I talked to the other day, just you know, it was it was their second or third home. They had about 50 grand in their back pocket and wanted to build. And, you know, we left the conversation. She's like, so I need to find a builder that will finance this for me. And I was like, yep. <laughs> and, and do it for cheaper than I want, you know, yeah. and start tomorrow. I'm like, yep, that's the one you're looking for. You know, <laughs> and we both sm- smiled a little bit, you know, about that, which is hard to do. Yeah. And I think I'd be real careful. And again, there's, there are exceptions, but I'd be real careful if you've got a builder that can jump on it right now. Mm-hmm. Now, some, uh, you know, newer in the industry that, you know, you've got what, five or six years in the industry couple yep. years on your belt, self-employed. So you are on the newer side. But with that said, you don't want to just jump in and have someone that's, I can do it. I can do it. And they're available. You're like, well, why are they available? Exactly. You yeah. Know? It's almost like you have to already have that relationship with somebody mm-hmm. um, to be able to trust them because it's a big deal. You know? Well, my opinion is after uh, love and marriage is home and money. And, that as far as most important decisions on, you know, in this life right now, obviously you could go down to heaven and kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. But I'm just yeah. saying, you know, love, love, money, home yeah. are, are pretty important up there. Definitely. And, and you might love your home, but if it costs more than you think and it puts a stress on the marriage, ouch. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you you also have to have on your plaque, not only contractor, but you have to have a little bit of marriage counselor. You have to have a little bit of financial planner. Yeah. I, I feel like I am a, uh, I'm a counselor a lot of times with, with clients and it's great. Sometimes <laughs> I find, I find myself included that people will say, well, let me ask this. If you have this question, what would you do? Oh, yeah. Or what do you think we should do? Yeah. And they don't really care. Mm-hmm. They just want to hear uh, like some sort of opinion so they can have a, an agree or disagree or something. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, even though I, I, I kind of have an idea what the right path would be, they're still going to do what they want, you know, and that's great. But they need like an assurance about yes. it, right? Yeah. They're looking for, mm-hmm. and and lots of times it is an opinion. So, you know, should I do this, this color or that color? Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you know, it's kind of like when you go to the restaurant, we do it all the time. We ask the, we ask the waitress what she would get and like 10% of the time we get what she says. Yeah. You know, it's like, but it is there. You say, you know, they got to hear from you. And I think the most important part for me anyway, is that I want to hear from the contractor, teach me how well built this house is. And I'm not to say if someone bought a home from a, build a lot of houses, their house is crap. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. it's just not as quality. Yep. It's just not, it's fine. You know, if they, sometimes I've heard they pour the concrete in the wrong time and they don't, it cracks, mm-hmm. you know? And like you say, sometimes the framing is not quite as, and it's fine. The house will still be there. It'll last. It's just not quite as good. Yep. And then really what people look at is the finishes, mm-hmm. you know, they want to have that nice flooring and that nice, Paint, kitchen, cabinets, those kind of things. That's where they really see the, the dolled up and what they see every day and feel good about. But they're not too happy if something cracks or. Yeah, it's one of those things where, I don't know, I notice things a lot more than your average person that's not in the industry every mm-hmm. day, you know? So, like, when I shut a door, I want that thing to be solid. I don't want it mm-hmm. to shake, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or if I'm walking down a hallway, I don't want to feel a bounce, you know? Mm-hmm. So, when you're building your custom home, you know, you can, there's ways that you can you can make those little things that people don't really notice the, to the next level. And that's kind of what I like to do is 
get to that next level that really a lot of times people don't see. Mm-hmm. But um, but I know it. So should you build a home or should you buy a home? The answer is yes to both. Depends on your timing and your cash. Yep. At the end of the day, though, I think most people choose to build a home because you can get what you want. Yeah. And I think that's true. Okay. Tate Berg with Berg Construction. I'm Tom Stone, Guild Mortgage. Stay tuned for next time. We're going to dig deep into this spec house. We're going to be showing in this spec house. We're going to put on and have you watch us do it and learn all the ins and outs with us and make sure you have fun with it. Tate, any final words? No, it's great to be here. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you soon. This is Dollars and Sensibility, and I'm Tom Stone. Thank you for listening, and thanks for getting real with me. So next step is to answer your questions. Come see me, Guild Mortgage, 435-654-9979, or goapplastom.com.